Hey everyone, I'm Colleen Conti, and we are just so thrilled to be back for the second episode of Continue the Conversation. If you didn't get a chance to watch the first episode or listen to it, we would really encourage you to go back. It was an awesome topic about rescue at the Red Sea, but we are so thrilled for you to be here for our second episode. Now, this podcast is a really great opportunity for us to track along with our Types and Shadows series at Healing Place Church as we continue to unpack and explore the teaching from Sunday. And if you're following along, a new episode will drop every Monday after the sermon. And if you love this content and want more of this kind of learning opportunity, we'd encourage you to check out Healing Place College evening courses. You can go to healingplaceCollege.org. But the topic for today, it's a great one, guys. We're excited to unpack Jesus as the second Adam. And if you have your word with you, we're going to be reading out of Genesis 3 and Matthew 4 and several other scriptures, but that's kind of our starting point. But I want to introduce our teachers um, with us today. We have Pastor Johnny Green, teaching pastor and serves on our leadership team and Dr. Michael Ferris. He serves on the teaching team of Healing Place College. And if I can admit, he is one of my favorite instructors of the word. No offense, I can, Pastor no, You're not offended at all. <laughs> I love to hear Dr. Ferris. So you guys ready to go? I think so. Awesome. Dr. Ferris, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. We're going <laughs> to kick it off with prayer. <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your word that comes alive and just speaks to us as you teach us more about who you are. God, as we unpack this word today, God, is Jesus as the second Adam. We are just so thankful for Jesus, for salvation, for hope and eternal hope in, in heaven. Lord, we're so thankful for today. God, as we just delve into your word, I pray that you would come alive and show us more of who you are. And so we just thank you for that. We thank you for today's conversation. God, may it do a work in our hearts and change our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes. Amen. Awesome. Well, we're going to get right to it. Jesus as the second Adam. So let's start with unpacking some context. Okay. Pastor Johnny, who was Adam and why is he important? Okay. And that, that's kind of two different questions. Obviously, Adam was the first human okay. ever created. So that makes him important there. But so much more than that, you know, being the first human that was ever created, first of all, he is the culmination of creation and not oh, Adam cool. himself. Yeah. But humanity is the culmination of creation. He was created on the sixth day. God created everything first and created it for humanity and for humanity to enjoy, but also for humanity to rule over. Right. And so he's the culmination. And in Adam, when we say Adam, we're really talking about us. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Us in God's perfect will. So Adam is the culmination of creation. He's the reason for creation. Um, but he is also God's representative on the earth. Oh, that's God true. said in Genesis 1, 26 and 27, let us make man in our own image. Uh, he told him to rule over the earth. Mm. He told him to subdue it. He said, I give you every green tree. I give you everything here is for you. And so Adam was to rule over it. He was to represent God. He was to enjoy it. Uh, that's all before sin. And so God's plan for us is seen in Adam. Mm. That's what God wanted for us. That's the whole reason that he created us. Now, there were some limitations. Here's where he's different than God. God has no limitations. Yeah. There were yeah, limitations placed on Adam. He said, do not eat from this tree. Mm. But he gave Adam authority. And so Adam represents God's plan for, the, for humanity, God's plan for our world to rule, to enjoy, uh, and also to work. He had a purpose. He said he That's put him good. in the garden to take care of it. That's in Genesis chapter two. So before 
work precedes sin. So we can't say like, oh, I have to work all the days because of sin. It, it came before sin. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's true. Good. Work that's came good. before right. sin. And I would say this, purpose. God created us for that's a purpose so uh, to achieve something. So that, that's why Adam is important, is he represents who God always wanted us to be. That's awesome. And he walked in perfect unity with God. Walked in perfect unity with That's God. So yes. Good. I love that. I love that. Well, we're just going to go straight to it. So how is Jesus the second Adam? Well, so the problem with Adam is he failed. So Genesis one is awesome. Genesis two is awesome. It's interesting. God creates this whole world by Genesis three. three. By the third chapter of the Bible, <laughs> right. it is all messed up. We didn't up. make it very long. We didn't make no. it very long at all. <laughs> Spoiler alert again. Yes. Yeah. And so from Genesis 3 to the end of Revelation, it's God getting back to what he originally created. And the way that he did that, the first creation, he, he ruled through Adam. Mm -hmm. The new creation, he rules through the second Adam. And so Jesus Christ represents everything that Adam represented, but he does it perfectly. He represents he represents Adam's and God's image, God's authority, God's perfect will. In fact, if you have your Bibles, you can read or we'll put on there. Look in uh, Romans. We're going to look in Romans chapter 5. Mm -hmm. And we're going to start in verse 12. So he's talking about Adam here. He says, this is Paul. He says, therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man. And so that's important. And death through sin. And in this way, death came to all people. So here's what's important to understand about what Adam did in chapter 3. When he sinned, two things happened. First of all, he messed it up for everyone. He, he messed up the world from now on. Like when you said that you know work comes after sin. After sin, work became hard. Yep. So That's the good. world is against us. Creation now fights against us. It frustrates us. Adam created that. And so yeah. Adam made that for us. But then also, and through Adam, death came in. That comes to all of us. But Adam then had a sin nature. Mm. So before sin, and help me out with this, Mr. Ferris, or help me clarify this, and tell me if I'm using good word. <laughs> before sin, Adam and Eve were perfect. I'll put it this way. They did not have a compulsion to sin, but they had the opportunity to sin. Oh, that's good. Because they did. Yeah. God put that tree there. That's right. After Adam, from Cain, Abel on, not only do we have the opportunity, we have a compulsion left to our own devices, That's we right. will choose sin every time. Every time. Speak, speak to that a little bit. Every time. It's interesting that you even said that. Uh, I'm careful to, I have to be careful about what I say here, <laughs> but it has to do with salvation. Yes. And our choices of sal for salvation, because before salvation, we have an absolutely corrupt nature. Mm-hmm. And all of our spiritual choices will always be filtered through our absolute corrupt nature. That's right. Wow. And we have to have Christ infuse into us the ability or faith to even say, yes, Lord, I want you. Because our nature is so corrupt, we would never choose God without, without intervention. And that's, that's the right. great mystery of salvation, yes, isn't it? Yes, the great right? mystery. How, do, how does that even come about? It's amazing. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, yeah, our compulsion to sin without Christ. Yeah, we are beyond hope without Christ. We are. Yes. And, and so, but, so here's the hope, he says. Uh, verse 15, he says this, but the gift is not like the trespass. Right. So what Jesus did is not like what Adam did. And he says it's not like Adam in that it's so much more powerful. 
The gift is not like the trespass. That's verse 15. Mm-hmm. For if the many died by the trespass, that's another word for sin, of the one man, that's Adam. So through Adam all died. How much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus, overflow to the many? Overflow. So just what you're saying is true. And after Adam's sin, Adam's nature, sinful nature is in us. Right. We are compelled to sin. But when we accept Jesus Christ, so he he succeeded where Adam failed. Right. And now his gift of now righteousness is not only put on us. So that's the other thing. And I don't think I said this. Adam's guilt was put on us. Mm-hmm. When Adam sinned, mm-hmm. we all got in trouble. That's it's right. almost like have you ever had that friend in high school that <laughs> they did something, everybody <laughs> got yeah, punished. Remember the teacher says, we're going to punish the whole class. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what happened. Adam sinned and God punished the whole class. All oh, right. Wow. But the good news is what Jesus did, now that is offered to the whole class. His righteousness oh. is available to us. So, you know, it's we didn't do what Adam did. But we will. We end up doing what Adam did. Mm-hmm. We didn't do what Jesus did, but His righteousness is given to us. So that's where He's the second Adam. He represents humanity. He represents God's representative. The yes. difference is He did what God wanted Adam to do all along. All along. That's right. That's, that's, that's absolutely really cool. right. That's really cool. Well, I'm going to ask you this one, Doctor Ferris. How how did Adam fail? Like what? I mean, it sounded so great. Genesis one and two. It was all going good for him and. How did he fail and why? Like, what happened? I mean, we do it too, but That's I an just... <laughs> awesome question. You should be asking Pastor John. <laughs> no, no. Actually, it's the story that we all have heard probably multiple times in Genesis chapter 3. And you just walk through where, get to the place where Eve is standing in front of the tree that they weren't supposed to eat from. I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going to just do Adam the whole time. I thought Eve was just free from this little conversation. I was like, thank goodness. (laughs) But no, go ahead, continue. Adam and Eve were there together. They were there. Actually, if you read that scripture carefully, Adam was with her Mm. at the time. And she gets deceived by the enemy, by Satan. She gets confused and deluded in her desires, and she eats it. And then she turns around and hands it to Adam, who knew the law or knew the command of the Lord. Personally, he said, God said to Adam, you can't do this. Mm -hmm. God didn't say it to Eve. God said it to Adam. I love that you unpacked that, because that's something that when I read it the first time, I was like, oh, Eve wasn't there yet. When God talked to Adam about it, he told Adam the law and and not to eat of that tree. Right, it's good. And then Eve came. So it's like, that's why it's pretty amazing. Paul says Eve was deceived, mm. but Adam sinned. That's good. Wow, that's good. that is good. He heard he knew the, he knew the law of the command and broke it anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was confused and deceived. He could have, Adam could have easily said, well, waity, we can't do that. Give yeah. me that thing. You can't have that. But he intentionally did what his wife gave him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that really, that action, that choice, it really created sin and pain. Yeah, well, it was a little bit of a struggle for the rest yeah. of humanity now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah, they, they messed it up. Hey, can I throw in a verse yeah. that's one of my favorite verse. I'm just saying that one of my favorites. I just think it's a funny verse. Uh, chapter 3, verse 17, it says, To Adam, God said, because you listened to your wife and ate fruit. Yes. <laughs> that's why I don't eat healthy. Yeah. All right? That's where it all started. 
Just don't, just don't eat fruit. Just don't right eat there. fruit. I love Ooh, that. Yeah. That is so good. <laughs> don't listen to your wife and eat fruit. Yeah. Go for the Oreos. <laughs> Go for the Oreos. It's fine. I Every thought she time. said you couldn't have any more cookies. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's right. Awesome. That's awesome. Okay, well. Can, can I go backwards yeah, a little bit? Yeah, yes. let's continue. Can I, go I love it. A little bit? And when Pastor Johnny was talking about how Christ was the second Adam, mm-hmm. he mentioned several times that Jesus was the image of God. Mm. Yes. And it's interesting that the scriptures talk about that. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 15, it says directly, Jesus is the image of God. And if you study that carefully, the Greek word for image is actually something that all of us in our modern day know the word. It's icon. It's icon. So if you get your phone out and you press on the weather icon, what are you going to get? The The weather weather. Mm -hmm. or, you know, a game or whatever you press on on your phone. Well, if you press on Jesus, you get God. That's right. That's awesome. And if we carry it a little bit further, if we as Christians are pressed on, the world better get Jesus. That's That's so good. That's very true. That we would be the image of Christ. We are the image of God. At the image of Christ. Mm-hmm. And when somebody presses us, they better see Christ. That better be what that's they right. see. That's right. awesome. That's good. As believers, that's what right. we represent. So I apologize. I kind of went no, backwards. That no, that was awesome. Good. That's Forwards, what this is but... all about. We continue the conversation. I love it so much. So we are going to see now how Jesus overcame where Adam failed. And you shared a little bit about that, but can you really unpack it, Pastor Johnny? How did Jesus overcome where he failed? So I I think a great way to look at this, and if you get a chance to go back and read, is compare Genesis 3 to Matthew Matthew 4. 4. So in Genesis 3, Adam and Eve are in the garden. They're in the place where God put them, and they are tested, and they fail the test. Mm -hmm. In Genesis 4... Jesus is placed in the desert. And we talked about this a little bit in the last podcast, but Jesus is baptized. A voice comes from heaven, says, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Mm -hmm. And you would think after that, he would go to preach. Instead, the the Bible says the Holy Spirit sent him into the desert. And so, you know, there's some similarities and some differences. Adam and Eve were tested in a perfect environment and they failed. Jesus, it says, in fact, I want to read this in in Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. It says, then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted. And and I'm just kind of pulling out stuff. And Colleen, you you catch me if we get too too late on on time. No, we're good. I love this. But God didn't lead Adam and Eve to be tested or tempted. They put themselves. I think you said it. They were standing in Who said they were standing Standing in front of the tree tree. that they weren't supposed to eat from. They had no business being there. All right. They put themselves there. And so what G, one of the things that Jesus does is he comes along, and at each point where humanity has failed, he succeeds. He and God looks at his success, and we get credit for his success. Amen. And so God led Jesus into the desert to be tempted. Jesus is the only one God led to be. He doesn't lead any of us mm-hmm. to be tempted. We'll get tested by circumstances. Mm-hmm. But he led Jesus to be tempted so that Jesus could succeed. And he's led into the desert. Yeah. Adam and Eve were in a garden. Okay. He has had to fast for 40 days and 40 nights. Adam and Eve, what did God say? Any tree you want to eat. Yeah. There was absolutely no reason for them to fail. There yes. was every reason for Jesus, for Jesus because That's the first temptation, so it was the same. It was it was food. Yeah. And so uh, here's what's interesting. He said he was led in the desert to be tempted by the devil. 
after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. I love that. Yeah. That's a great verse. You would like think. you would think after 40 days, you probably would be hungry. He might, hungry. He might be hungry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You think? If that was written about me, it would say after 40 minutes. <laughs> he was hungry. <laughs> and it, it says, the tempter came to him and said, just yes. like the serpent, the tempter came. Satan, came to Adam and Eve right. uh, at the tree. And he says, if you are the son of God. Now, one quick thing there, and I'm no Greek expert, but I, I do know this. Um, that he's not getting him to doubt whether or not yeah. he was the son of God. He's questioning what it means. So for oh, instance, wow. if you were to tell somebody, if you said, I'm starving. Well, if you're starving, get something to eat. Right. It's kind of the same grammar there. If you are the son of God, look, he says this, yeah. if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. That's what right. is he saying? You're the you son of God authority. and you're hungry. Yeah. The son of God doesn't have any problems. But yeah. that's not the case. He's tempting him to, to misuse mm. what it means. And so where Adam and Eve saw the food, thought it was good for them, Jesus submits to God's will. That's and so he good. goes along at every single place where Adam and Eve failed and he succeeds. And and he, and, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, that's absolutely what I was going to say. He does. Every single place that Adam and Eve failed in that place perfect environment because Jesus was in a very harsh environment yeah. uh, and he was set up to fail mm-hmm. in that environment thrust into it by God himself but every place that Adam and Eve failed every place Jesus succeeded in a harsh terrible mm-hmm. environment uh, um, an almost impossible to succeed if it was if it was us we would never have succeeded yeah absolutely yeah so he 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 succeeds and here's the good news you know two things happen for us there uh i I would say three things happen for us there number one the good things that jesus does we get credited with (laughs) where we mess up he succeeded god only looks at his success yes secondly the power that jesus had to overcome that that power is given to us. That gets so, you excited, doesn't it? I mean, that's yeah. really cool. <laughs> so we don't have the compulsion to do to do the sin anymore. I mean, sin is still in us. We're still gonna sin. But the power that Jesus had is 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 given to us. And then the third thing is he gives us a pattern. He went before us. We can't say, Well, Jesus, you don't know how I feel. Mm. He put himself there. He knows exactly how we feel. And and he succeeded. And he goes on to there. He says, It is not ri- it is written, man shall not live on bread alone. And so what has Satan said twice to Adam and Eve and to Jesus? You need this. Mm-hmm. You can't survive without this. this. Jesus saw through it and says, man doesn't live on bread alone. I don't need this. But on every word that comes out of the mouth of God, yes. mm-hmm. I survive on, on God's will. And I, I would say here the, the other thing about um, Jesus being the second Adam. So Adam failed. And because of that, a curse came on everyone. And sin and death followed him. In fact, they got kicked out of the garden. We got kicked out of the garden because Adam got kicked out of the garden. Yeah. And it's in Luke, so it's not in Matthew, so I, I won't turn there. But if you look in, in Luke chapter 4, four. Yeah. in Luke, right after the temptation narrative, Jesus preaches his first sermon, and he says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me to preach good news to the poor, That's to proclaim right. liberty to the captives, That's right. to proclaim the good and acceptable year of the Lord. The Lord. Yeah. And so after Adam, uh, paradise got closed. After Jesus, because he succeeded, paradise got reopened for each of us. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. That's so awesome. Mm -hmm. I love that. How exciting. I mean, I want to keep talking about this because you think like the cross and resurrection is open for us 
just accepting Jesus into our hearts and our lives. I've, it's just amazing. It's just hey. Am- so amazing. so one thing on this, and you know, Doctor Ferris, and we it's in uh it's uh in Genesis chapter three, when after Adam and Eve sinned, well, the first thing that happens is they realize they're naked, mm-hmm. right. right? And yeah. and that's a Greek word, naked. I'm just kidding. <laughs> But they realize that that they're naked. They don't have any any clothes on, and God clothes them. Clothes them. He they clo- try to clothe themselves. First, they try. Right? Yeah, they with, try like with fig figs. leaves. Yeah, yeah, they try with fig leaves, and that's not. It's interesting. It, the result of sin was shame. Mm. Yes, yes. And it's interesting that they tried with something that couldn't cover. Yes. Yeah. And God came and gave them something. That would cover. That would cover. Yeah, uh, and the first death, of course, occurred because of it. Yeah, he gave them. Right. He gave them animal skin, right, to cover them. Right, and so that is a picture of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. He died to cover our sins. Right. Going types and types and yeah. shadows and yes. shadows because we could never is. cover ourselves. Yeah. So Christ covers ourselves, covers us with His righteousness and the yes. blood that was shed. And the blood, That's absolutely amazing. right. Yeah, because so. of the blood. And that that sacrifice was Jesus. Yes, he's the one that that even though he even though he didn't suffer. Yeah, I mean even though he didn't fail, I mean he suffered for us. He suffered for us. And now because of that, where you said shame came into the world, now there's no condemnation for yes. those who are in Christ Jesus. That's right. Amen. That's good for so, you. That's that so was good. Great. Right. That's that good. was really good. Yes. I can't tell you the address, but I know that <laughs> I know that's the word. <laughs> so. Yes, that's in the first book of Colleen. That's no, the, yeah. I hope not. I hope not. Then don't listen to that. But yeah, there is now no condemnation for yeah. those in Christ Romans Jesus. eight. Is that Romans, Romans eight, eight one. one. That's awesome. Hey, That's okay, awesome. so which to say that here's Romans seven is one of my favorite scriptures. I know we're now we're just talking. We're just yeah. getting off topic. <laughs> this is in none of the notes, but we talked about that compulsion to sin. You read Romans seven. Paul, an apostle, says, "I don't understand what I do. Mm-hmm. I want to do good and I do evil right. every, every single, single time. time." Ends with, "Oh, what a wretched man that I am! Hallelujah. Who will rescue me from this, this life of death? death?" That's the last verse in. Romans 7. And Romans 8, 1 is, therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are there's, in Christ there's, Jesus. There's the answer. Yeah. Anyway, he says, that's thanks awesome. be to God, thanks through Jesus be to Christ. God through Jesus Yeah, that's Christ. what he says in between mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, I think we just end with that. Thanks <laughs> be to God in Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. That's right. That's so awesome. I mean, I think we could talk about this all day long. I just love the imagery of Adam to Jesus, Genesis 3 to Matthew 4 and Luke 4. So beautiful. I, I hope that you've enjoyed the, the conversation. Thank you for listening and joining in. Please take a moment to rate and review this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on or share the video on YouTube just as a way for you to continue the conversation with friends, coworkers, or your small group. If you did enjoy the content like this, Dr. Ferris is a teacher. Pastor Johnny's a teacher at our Healing Place College evening courses. We'd love for you to take part in those. You can find out more information at healingplacecollege.org. But again, our next episode drops next Monday. You won't want to miss it. We're going to have a great time unpacking more types and shadows. So we'll see you next time.